Hey everybody, welcome back. Today we're here to talk about episode 19 of Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War, called The White Haze, which just so happens to be Ramon's favorite beer. Uh, am I right, Ramon, on that? You like that White Haze kind of beer? Pretty close, but no. Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I also have with me, uh, you know him as Raul, aka Modelo. What's going on, Raul? Say hi to the people. <laughs> I do like Modelo. There you go. You're that's, you're a modelo too, Raul. Yeah. You're you're um modelo and then that's <laughs> Ramona's Corona. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> those, are, those are my nicknames for you guys. But I'm excited to talk about Bleach Toss in your Blood War, man. Ramon, you're somebody that's new to Bleach. I think I really want to hear from you because you're all about the depressing, the stressful situations, the darkness. So what does somebody like you think about this episode, man? Like, this is, I feel like this is going to be the test of whether you really, really love Bleach or you just have been faking it these past 18 episodes or whatever we've been recording on it. Well, even if I was faking it, what would you do? Kick me out now? Hell no. No, <laughs> no it, it's funny too, right? Because like you, you said, okay, like this is a, like Ramon's episode or like it's, it's something related to me. And I'm like so curious when I went into it, I'm like, well, what is it going to really be about? Or what is it going to have to do? And yes, of course, immediately I thought about some freaking uh, melancholic, depressing, like morbid something. But it was, it was kind of close. Um, I really enjoyed it. Obviously, I'm skipping the first part. I really enjoy like that middle, very horror kind of approach to it, like the Sternritter F. Uh, I love his like freaking ability and everything. And then freaking Rukia with her like, Bankai and everything that happened was just beautiful. Like I feel like that was just like a really good story within itself, and just the the fear element, the psychology between them two during that whole time, it, it yeah. was definitely great. So many great elements to it. And then again, I know that I'm missing a lot because I haven't seen all of the rest of Bleach besides uh, Dawson Year Blood War. But I know there's an element that you guys are gonna highlight so much, and it's that relationship between Rukia and her brother because even. Oh, I don't have that emotional connection. By the time I got there, even I was tearing up a little bit by being <laughs> like, oh my God, like it's a sibling thing, man. It's like, yeah. you know, and, and just like seeing enough already. Like, even I was proud of her from just a little bit I've known her. So I can only imagine you guys and everybody else has kind of like experienced it. But no, yeah, definitely great episode. And I just, I, I think this is another one that I was very mesmerized by everything going on and the visuals. And man, once we get to talking about the freaking Sternwitter F, he, he was crazy. Love that guy. I know. Weird, oh, weird. nice, nice. What, what, what about you, Modelo? What did you think about it? <laughs> <laughs> um, this. So, so I totally forgot what what her uh, her Sampakto does or did mm. before this episode because it, it's been so long since we've seen her. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, um, and then it, it was cool seeing her again. Um, I, I still kind of miss like parts of her personality that that you saw before um that that she especially had uh, around uh, Ichigo but yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was really cool to see her and then that moment with with her brother it was it was like they, I don't know it, it, it was cool it was cool to, to see that and then I don't know just like that that whole interaction was was really cool to do and then yeah the the f for fear I'm guessing like, <laughs> he, he he was he was pretty cool it's it's an interesting power to have. Oh yeah, no man. And like I'm gonna try so hard not to like right away jump into it. But Ramon, like you said, there's just something about us that have been fans from the very beginning that we do have a relationship with Rukia. And the craziest thing about it, man, when you do go back and rewatch um, Bleach from the beginning, there is 
in the very, very, very early in the beginning, there's a thing where they're going to execute Rukia for giving Ichigo his powers. Technically, she's the one responsible for making yeah. him a uh, soul a reaper. To soul reaper. Yeah. yeah. And then even though they're going to execute her and everybody's trying to like rescue her or try to get to there to like be like, you know, like, don't, don't execute Rukia. Her brother's the one's actually like okay with having her being executed. And he's the one that's actually being like, fighting everybody else that's actually trying to save her. So it's so crazy because even Renji in the beginning goes against him because he's trying to like save Rukia because they grew up together. So it's so insane. That's why I think this makes it even so emotional that early on this guy, because you got to remember Rukia's not even his real sister. That's his like, uh, like adopted sister. Yeah. Because he married his Rukia's sister and then she passed away. And then she kind of like came into the family. I think where you previously had explained that, but dude, so many cool things, but, uh, Let's, let's let's get into the intro, man. We finally see Ichigo, which we didn't get him in the last episode. So what did you guys think about that? And we and we got an explanation why they're wearing really cool gear. I like that. I was like, <laughs> go ahead, Ramon. No, I was about to say, I'm like, that. that's probably like the best takeaway from that beginning part is that you see Ichigo all here in his snow freaking <laughs> chic gear. And then right away, they start explaining it, right? Like he's finally done with his training. He's ready to go down back to the Serite. And they're talking about like, he needs all that protective cover because there's like, what? 72 levels between yeah, the, the freaking the, the the upper area and the serite and it's just you know it's crazy but not not just that man it's just that that whole idea of like because he was training they didn't even tell him that the uh, freaking quincy <laughs> started attacking already and when he did boom down. uh dude i started that episode and when they said that about the 72 layers like i i laughed really out loud and i think i rewinded it just to like hear that explanation again and my wife was like so confused like why did you make that noise like what's so funny and i'm like you don't understand like in the last episode we were trying to figure out why these guys were dressed in winter gear <laughs> and clearly we find out the reason the only thing that i kind of was thought it was funny is like was the stairs really necessary? Is anybody taking the stairs down? It feels like everybody's <laughs> jumping off. <laughs> I mean, so like I, that- I was wondering that too because, like, it seems like you know Ichigo obviously is like pretty awesome and crazy, but it's just like someone like Rukia. Like, you guys tell me, do you think she's someone that would have plummeted down, like skydived all the way down? Like, yeah, that's what they're considering that she has a bankai now. She probably no. didn't have to. That's yeah. true. Maybe no, that's her- a test. Maybe that's another part of the test. It's like, yeah. climb down the stairs. Well, dude, this whole thing about it will take you, like, a, I don't know if it was, like, a week and a half or a week by just doing, like, the flash steps, which is, like, their ability to move really fast, Ramon. So I was like, oh, my God. Like, no, obviously, even I would have just jumped off. <laughs> yeah. So that was, but no, that it, was really it was cool. Even cool. It was cool seeing that in, in motion when Ichigo finally jumped down, but just even the idea of like once he's done talking on the phone and then he does this little ultrasonic, like freaking sonic Boom. speed all the way down. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty great. Uh, dude, you know, he has that phone call that he calls and he's like, hey, this is going to sound cocky, but just wait a little bit there till I get there and I'll, I'll make things better. Ro, Ro, and you've seen Bleach from the beginning. Do you really think Ichigo can make that much of a difference? Like, let's be honest. Like, we, I don't know why there's this high expectation that Ichigo can just come in and, like, mess everything up. Because Ichigo's powerful, but he's not, like, a god level where he can just come in, like, Naruto and start, well, well, like, beating everybody up. Well, here's kind of the thing, though. Like, he was really the only one that could beat Aizen. Um, because like in the whole thing, that that was that was part of it. That the the fact that that he was already as strong as like the captains. Yeah. Um, we, because like in his path to to become stronger and then to like learn the name of a Sanpakuto and then eventually get his bankai, he beat some captains like on mm. the way 
to do that. So, so yeah, like the captain also will be better now. But the, these Quincy's are even stronger than like, so, like most of the captains. But and Ichigo at this point, he better already be probably the strongest, if if not like one of the like top two, three. So you're and thinking then with his he, training up there, he, he's yeah. got to be even stronger than that now. So you're thinking he's gonna land and go straight for the Quincy like guy, like he's like if I get yeah, the he, leader, then they're all just gonna fall down like a domino effect. I got gotcha. you. Or, 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 or something like that. Yeah, like he's not gonna go around uh, finding all the Stone Raiders. Uh, he, he's, he's he might fight like one or two, uh, because they'll be defending, and he might end up fighting the 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 B or whoever that the the blonde guy is. I think uh, I think we got his letter, man. I think his letter is the letter S, and he's the scale. So I think that's we gotta reveal oh, the that scale of judgment. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's what it is. What did you think of that, Ramon? Oh. By any chance? Oh, sorry. No, well, I was the okay. same. Like I, yeah. I thought it was like the, the idea of like what's the, what's the name Yurohara. Um, yeah. Like he was already questioning um, the whole idea of like, do you think we're gonna make it? Like you think we would have been better prepared otherwise? So just yeah, the fact that that phone call with Ichigo as he was coming down, I don't know. I, I guess that's still part of like my half knowledge of, of his abilities because it's the same thing too. Like here they are already talking about like, damn, the things that we should have done. What else can we do? And they're already talking, thinking about their like, survival rate and how long they're gonna last. But it's just, it is kind of crazy to think that Ichigo is going to be, like, the one sole, like, changing, like, aspect of the whole fight. Um, but no, I don't know, man. I think for me, it's just because, again, uh, my, my half-knowledge about it and not knowing enough, it just kind of leaves me of, like, oh, cool, we'll see, we'll see what they do with it or what Ichigo actually does. But that, okay. that's my thought that I was thinking. It's just, like, where does he go? Who does he start with? Um, that would be cool to see. No, you know what? It actually was... Trying to ask you about the scale, so I don't know if you can go a little oh, bit like what did you what, what, like, what did, to what, that? Yeah, like what did you think yeah. about like the scale and his like power, why he was doing that, man? That felt like you know, I was also like on the side of uh being an Ichida, like why are you getting rid of these like powerful <laughs> beings where they could probably help out at the battlefield and straight up they're just getting executed. Well, well, I loved it. The moment that we were waiting from, like the cliffhanger from last episode, was basically that Stern Ritter yeah. um, as like about to explain to him like why like your watch is is crazy or what else he is. And I think that execution scene was pretty great for that reason, right? Because one, they're they're freaking they don't care, right? Like you failed at your job, so you're gonna get executed. And yes, of course, it seems like a crazy thing when you clearly saw how strong they are because they basically almost defeated the people they were going against. But at that the point, captains. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, they're, they're really valuable, like assets to like, like he said, like they're really valuable assets. And just to know that they're going to be sacrificed or they're going to be, uh, what is it called? Executed. This goes yeah. to show you maybe kind of the overall plan, which he talks a little bit about, right? He says like, okay, yeah. obviously he, he goes to hit him or he goes to decapitate him, And he has that, iron ability and was that ability that he has you know or is that something that maybe just happens no. if the sword says that you're not supposed to die or i think the... that was his ability like the iron which is kind of crazy that we didn't really get him like i thought Doing my it. understanding is the last time we saw him toshiro had him frozen and then he leveled up to his like next level power and then i guess we're led to believe like toshiro defeated him again and now he ended up there like i don't know i was just so yeah. confused like that guy had potential man he was cool look looking he kind of reminded me and people were making the comparison between him and Toji from uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. So I yeah. think that was a little bit of wasted potential with that character. Yeah, but mm -hmm. then when it goes from there, like, oh, like, you know, your iron, like, 
saved you, but also you can be saved from judgment. And then, yes, you have that crazy scene of the scale tipping and then absolutely just like blood splatter everywhere. <laughs> and, and then the next thing you know, you see the freaking the, the robot, the freaking cyborg looking dude, just like also his head start rolling on the ground. And then again, it still goes to that, like that, the rest of that conversation, basically saying that anyone that came out of Yawach or Yahuwah Haba, uh, no, what, anyone that came out of him basically has to go back into him. And that's when he goes to say <laughs> why he does and or why they do. And that's when they silenced it, right? So we, they were muted. We couldn't hear it. And we're like, wait, what? Like, what, what, what was the reason? So I'm really curious to see what is the real reason. Like, I don't know if it's just an, he's an eternal being, but without that life force, he dies. Like, I, I don't know. That's, that's a little strange. I don't know what you guys think about it. Like that yeah. part of it, like him having to consume the souls back of the I, people that he created. I, I, I wonder if it kind of has to do with like that's how he gets experience, kind of. Yeah, like Naruto. because because yeah. whatever they they experience and like in the fight, whatever they learn, yeah. like whenever they get executed and and he like I'm guessing he like absorbs them or their energy or whatever. Um, and then when he does that, he kind of gains their experience, so he but becomes it, stronger. But is that enough reason to like execute them? Like when they're such like great assets? Because I mean, I they, they did explain that. I just I don't I don't know. Like, what do you guys think he is? Or like, what do you think of? I don't know. I just I'm I'm so curious to see what else is so well, great about him, or what kind of force he is. With the one other glimpse we get of him in this episode is when you know later on in the episode where the fear you kind of get his backstory. I thought that was cool because we don't typically see backstories for some of these people, like what they were doing before he came in and get, granted them power. So, dude, I hate to say it, man, but if I was the fear and I was also laying in bed and I've been suffering because we don't know what he had or how long he's been suffering. And he's almost at the point where he's going to die. And he's just scared of like, you know, is this pain going to continue once I go to hell or is it going to be like we're in heaven? Things are going to be OK. And if some guy I don't know where came in <laughs> dressed in black or in a Hitler uniform and grabbed to be uh, power to like, you know, be well. And all of a sudden, like my like I don't feel this pain. I think I've also would have blindly like followed them. And all of a sudden, like, yes, I'm going to do your bidding because you saved me from this like suffering. He didn't even ask to be saved. Like this guy just appeared and saved him. So it's like, again, it's like we keep saying he's sort of like this Jesus Christ, but it's almost like it was for that guy, man. He was in his bed dying. And all of a sudden this guy comes in. And it's like you've lived or I forget exact words that he uses, but then he's all of a sudden, like, I guess he grants him like the power of F. Yeah, the fear. <laughs> I don't know, but but yeah, I, I, and I think that that scene was good for that reason too, because like I don't know, I I still was under the assumption, or I guess from when they were talking about your watch and and all the stuff is like he creates some of these people, but then also like there's clearly people that had their lives beforehand. So I was like, I guess there was so a little bit of confusion for me. I'm like, man, this guy had a whole life before then. Like you know, he was like a young kid, like F. Um, that he was like still like a young kid and and whatever was going on, but yeah, I, I guess you are right about that whole Jesus power of him coming in and, <laughs> and kind of converting these people to be Quincy's. Um, but then it's like, how do you convince these people to fight for you? And you know, I guess for F, what was significant during the fight is that he was saying that it wasn't like I like you know like you said it wasn't just the salvation and being saved by him. It was that he was actually afraid of failing him <laughs> like yeah. he was afraid of what would happen if he disappointed I, him so i don't know that's like a kind of double-edged sword when did you ask dude, it, it, no but it, now you're like terrified <laughs> yeah yeah and the, the, other, the other thing too about him is that he can like cut off anybody's power too like any other quincy's power because that that that's how ichigo's mom died yeah. because like Ooh, he, yeah. he 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 like cut off her power so she couldn't beat the the hollow um, no, I, like i feel like it's almost like demon slayer like it's like this guy 
finds people that are kind of like bad in the like bad in their core like they're probably like all of these people are like bad people in real life and they were probably like in really low places in their lives and then he just probably came in granted them power and now they're serving under him so even though the fear we're kind of feeling i'm feeling sorry for him because he was again in a bad in pain wanting to like they didn't want to die he could have technically have been a bad person his whole life so like i don't see i didn't see the past 30 years for me to know if he was a technically a good person he could have just been a crappy person uh because honestly like even though you got power nothing tells you to be like this terrible person and dude that dude was like he made it a point like he owned the fact that he was the fear like that was his thing he owned it he's like i'm gonna cost you your worst nightmares and i thought i don't know man it was just really cool like it was just really well done character and i wasn't expecting like this level of animation with him yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what he reminded me of? He reminded me of a curse. Like, you know, we've been talking about Jujutsu Kaisen so much. And I think one of the things that we have been finding out in the most recent is that a sorcerer can turn themselves into a curse if they want to. It's kind yeah. of like that whole idea. Like he, you know, obviously it's not like he, again, with that whole concept that he was saved, it's not like he had a choice, right? He was saved. So now he kind of owes his life to, to your watch and, and the Quincy's. But it's like, like you said, there's something about him, not just because he has to like, prove himself and and kind of do his job but he is picking fear to be the thing that he's like his power right yeah. but but then as you see the fight progress you know you know i'm skipping details because we'll come back to it but like as i see the fight progress like he he turns more and more into like a freaking crazy ass curse <laughs> and so you just think that like that the more and more it goes the more he's afraid of disappointing to watch I think is the crazier and more curse like that he becomes. It's like it becomes out of control. And I that's one of the things that I really liked out of it. Because like in, in horror movies, you see that all the time, right? Like, you know, horror movies start with like glimpses of whatever's scary, like either a ghost Dude. or things moving. Little by little, things start like shooting across the room. Eventually you start seeing like apparitions. And the last thing you know, there's a freaking flying witch at you or something like that. So it's, <laughs> it, it was that same idea, yeah. Well, dude, when Rukia was flying and she felt this being like touch oh. her and she felt like these like creepy moments, it's like, dude, that is kind of the worst, man. Like when you're home alone or any moment where you're like in a creepy place and all of a sudden you feel like something, but you can't prove that something actually touched you or you don't understand what was there. Like it's the worst feeling, man. So like, I don't know if that's part of his power, but just the idea that she felt that, like that was really creepy. And like I made a moment, like I tagged that moment. I'm like, oh my God, like that's such a creeper moment for me personally like to get that feeling those chills of somebody touching you <laughs> so let me tell you something and for you listeners too go back and rewatch the episode with the headphones on because the second rewatch that i did of it i had the headphones on that fight scene was incredible with the headphones because carlos exactly what you talked about it's how it feels like that one scene when she does like her one initial attack and then um you know everything starts to unfreeze and then all of a sudden he's like behind her like literally one of my head like uh, my earpieces <laughs> just kind of like made a sound out of nowhere by itself nothing on this side and it is just very like i told you like i just watching it with the headphone sound was very much like watching a scary movie and even more so being in that mindset of like oh my god where's she talking oh my god, over here and then the you know as he's kind of moving around and doing the crazy stuff later in the fight yeah like the sound around my headset was spinning and doing all these crazy things and i'm just like man that's so beautiful so that's one of the main reasons why i do love this episode is because that 
fight alone just had so many great elements. Like, yeah. I, I haven't seen that. You know, Jujutsu Kaisen, yeah. we're doing that because the show's about curses and fears and things yeah. like that. But in Bleach, it's the first time that I really got in that, like, <sighs> Yeah, chilling. I feel like they're really, they're really doing, like, the animation and, the, you know, like, they're doing just amazing things, man. You can't help to look at this show and just, like, everything feels high quality. Every shot feels like it's amazing. And this is another one of those episodes where the whole fight was the intro. Like, that was another thing. It's, like, the whole fight to the very end was, like, that was the intro. And, like, I'm loving, dude. I'm doing everything that this studio is doing with Ble Bleach. Like, I love the fact that nobody's probably telling them to do these things. But, like, they're coming up with very creative ways of, like, saying the name of the episode or when I even, like, drop that knowledge. So I, I do like that a lot. Uh, Ro, I know you mentioned like you forgot like Rukia's powers, but do you want to tell us a little bit about it or what you thought about it? Like, I want to say that I felt like her Banka is stronger than Tochiro, that he's supposed to have like the strongest like uh, ice element Bankai. Like, I feel like Harris was even stronger than his. So I'm like, do you agree with that or you disagree with that at this point? Yeah. So, so with her Bankai, like I. At first, I, I thought it was like, wait, isn't this the, the same thing? But then it was, <laughs> it, it, it's different in the sense that, like, so he controls ice. He creates ice, he turns water into ice, and his power is ice. Her power is more temperature, not necessarily just ice. Oh, uh, so, true. So, yeah, so, so her, her power, is, like, it doesn't just affect, like, water, it affects everything. Um, so, so th that's kind of why, why her, like why everything worked the way that it did is because she she was able to, and it seems like she lowers her temperature and and by doing that it it affects obviously all the temperature around her, um, so so I don't know I, I thought it was really cool in the way that they kind of presented it and then especially like at the end when when uh, with her brother that that uh, that he was kind of coaching her like like increase slowly the the temperature stuff like that so so it it, it seems like it's. It's really cool. I, I'm still kind of iffy on like how it works because if her temperature is that low, like how sh is she still able to move and stuff like that? But but I don't know. It, it it's really cool. And and in some ways, it seems kind of like scary. Yeah. To like to like tr try to fight against something like that because <laughs> what do you do? You gotta stay like super far away with some sort of like magic type of blasts or something. I don't know. But it, uh, it was. Yeah, but go Sorry, ahead. no, no. I was saying that was just very fitting for who she was fighting because you said that yeah. it's kind of scary to go against something like that. But I was that was the whole point of the beginning of the fight is that he was trying to attack her with his fear yeah. attacks, and you know she was stopping everything. And he's like, you know, how is this happening? Like, you should not be able to like defend my attacks. And she's explaining that basically she's so cold inside that she's basically dead. She's and so dead, the idea yeah. of like someone with fear and then someone who's basically dead fighting <laughs> at the same time, like it's like that's a cool mm -hmm. matchup, man. It's good. I like that yeah. role. No, yeah, I did like like the explanation of when she was increasing or decreasing her temperature. It's like now the ground's gonna start breaking around me. And you know, like a lot of the people, like Toshiro freezes people all the time, Ramon, and then they always never truly die. With her, nothing led me to believe that when she freezes you, like, you can just wake up from that. Like, you can all of a sudden, like, be unfrozen. Mm -hmm. Even though she kind of, like, the fear did it in the beginning. But we saw when he unfroze himself, like, part of his skin, like, ripped off. And part of me feels like that wasn't just his, like, powering up. Like, that was probably because of Rukia's Bankai that the reason why, like, his skin just, like, tore off. And he started doing all these, like, crazy things in his inner body. So I, I really love that transformation overall. 
Uh, but that, that was yeah. really cool. That was a highlight for me. Like, they didn't have to go that hard, but they went hard. <laughs> no, and then, you know what? You know what's funny? Because, like, one thing I can provide insight in is that, you know, again, last season of the Dawson Year Blood War, like, episode six, the one with uh, the head captain, this reminded me of that fight when yeah, he yeah. was going when he was going through the transitions of explaining, like, you know, his creation of heat within him and he was so hot to one point that like he absorbed all the moisture from the air so you know again i assume that she's obviously not as strong as he is but like when i was watching the fight and especially the as she's kind of lowering her temperature and she's like saying it out loud i definitely felt like she was basically doing like the head captain move at that point but backwards Mm -hmm. like so negative i mean she was talking about like negative 275 degrees celsius which is like what negative 400 some it's like crazy in fahrenheit like like how's that even like she pretty much she pretty she pretty much went to zero calvin or almost yeah so it's you can't go to zero calvin and it's like you said, it's like at that point, you know, I, I think it, it is right. Like as opposed to like being frozen on the outside in like a layer of ice, it seems like it would have been more internal. And yeah, it seemed like he was frostbitten when he like the ice broke off. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she she definitely like she surprised me with that one because it's like I didn't know first of all that well clearly because she came down from training too with these guys. Yeah. But it's just like her her level and just again jumping the gun to the very end with her brother. That, that it seems that now that you guys explain more story about her relationship with the brother, it seems that he even commends her and is really like thinking of her highly for just her abilities now. And it's just like, I don't know, it was just really crazy. But it shows that level of power like the head captain did in, in that episode six of the yeah. last season. No, no, I'm glad, I'm glad you guys are so smart that you guys can bring these like science terms into the conversation. <laughs> well, I'm a science nerd. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to go further into it, but I was like, no, you, I won't. You can. We, this you is can. a nerd podcast, so you're <laughs> out. Uh, let's go back to like the eyes, dude. I, I love, how did you guys love like the freaky Sternritter F's? Um, like, what's his name? S. Noto. Um, his freaking eyes throughout the fight. All we're doing yeah, all kinds of different things. And in a couple of the feeling scenes, they're like rolled back and then they kind of curve back around one at a time. <laughs> it's like, rook, and then rook. And then later, like his size increase, and then there's more, and then, then like he's looking at you sideways. And then, <laughs> like, then you have that wall of freaking eyes as well. I don't know. He was crazy. Yeah, and that wall Dude. of eyes was real, like, right? Because that's when her brother came in and, like, back you guy and, like, he Slashed it. split that. Yeah. So, like, that was real, right? That wasn't just like a mental thing. Like, that was actually happening yeah. for us. Okay. Yeah, cool. I think that's what. Yeah, I I like how like how far they like went into the horror part of it. Like so so I, I this is the the thing that I like about some animes that 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 whenever they have like a scary character, like 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 this one, they go all in. Like they do a whole like horror part of it, and they 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 like do all the the weird transformations and the gore and the like just creepy, like unsettling parts of it. Even the personality and everything that they throw into it, it, it all kind of goes and 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 kind of turns this part of the anime into like a horror anime. And I love like how deep they went into the horror part of this. Yeah, no, it was great. Like, well, the first scene for me and, and like Carlos, you said you're doing the thumbnail for this. I hope you did it justice. No, I'm kidding. But you know, like one of the first things that like I I really liked, loved, and thought it was creepy is like when he first is in her head, but it's I don't you know it's still not really happening in real mm-hmm. life. It's when she starts like bleeding out black out of her eyes, and then it starts consuming everything engulfed. But I think nothing beats the scene of the flies consuming her. Oh, like, the, yeah, and that was just. 
beautiful but yeah everything it reminded me of like evil dead for a little bit too because in evil dead there's a lot of the scenes where you have like the, the demons being like crazy as <laughs> f like as not like the the stern ritter f was kind of crazy and then the more and more that he couldn't beat her the crazier he was getting and the more he was evolving the more horrific um and mm-hmm. terrifying his attacks like became i, I yeah I, I definitely love the episode and, and just creepy no yeah like not only like with rukia but i think when she was thinking about like her friends like her brother ichigo like they also had a little bit of like a zombie where their like mm-hmm. skin is falling apart so a lot of crazy graphics um in this episode well, well, well yeah because if, if you think about it like she she because of uh, you kind of missed this part of ramon but like she grew like a huge attachment to 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 uh, like Ichigo and uh, like Orihime, Chad, like uh, Renji and all that stuff. Because like he, she, she grew up with Renji, um, like in, in Soul Society, and then like she spent like forever in in the real world with with Ichigo and and all of them. And then like you, you could imagine that her her biggest fear is like losing the people that she loves, and she's somebody that loves people. She, she's not heartless. She she's not like completely like. Uh, uh, apathetic to everything like she loves these people so to her her fear is like her mm-hmm. not being able to like stop these people from dying and th- then and then kind of like their face kind of like melting off is like them dying so so I, you could see how th- that was her big fear that, no, that, I mean, man, that's, that's, that's yeah because like people were really hyping up this um you know this episode as somebody that read the manga i was a little bit like thinking like okay the people are doing this whole hype and it's not gonna be this like hype that they're putting into it and it just kind of tells me that when a studio is really gonna like put the work into it they can make the work to make any episode or any chapter like truly amazing because man like from what i read to what i saw like nothing could have prepared me to be like okay, this is just going to be like, she's going to get her bankai and then her brother comes in and it's like, you take it from here. And it's not going to be very impactful and it's also going to be a very disappointing episode. But no, they're like, everything about it, like when her brother does come in and just the idea that in most anime, the brother would come in because he's the big captain and he's like, he technically got defeated by this guy. He would come in and be like, okay, I'm going to take it over from here because I have to like settle my debt with this guy. But it's like just the idea that he's like, I'm not the one that's going to defeat you. And then he walks away. And I'm going to try not to cry. I don't even want to talk about this because I'll cry. But he said, yeah, he like, he walked away and it's like, you got this, like, baby girl, baby sister. It's just like, oh my God, that it was just, Ah. it was great, man. It it went from a horror fest to watching, like, my sister's quinceanera all over again. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, see. Oh, no, me and my sister's quinceanera. (laughs) (laughs) My sister's had quinceaneras, but. I didn't feel that way. Oh, come on. <laughs> what a jackass. Dude, you don't like dogs. You don't like your sisters. Come on, well, man. I know you love well, I know you love your sisters. sisters. I know you love your sisters. Well, I'm kidding. I'm not know, even gonna go like that. Only sister, dogs. <laughs> I, I don't love their dogs though. No, I'm kidding. Well my sister my sister Quisinera's yeah. a big deal too because that's the first time I ever saw Maritza, my wife. Uh so that's the first oh. time my wife and me like first ever like saw each other or she got a glimpse of me because I think she saw me. Well, I saw her too, but uh, yeah. So that's why it's also a big deal. Like my sister Ooh, Quisinera. And that's oh, what it dude. felt like. Man, it felt like me being the brother, like being like, "Go take your dance," because you're a woman now yeah. at 15 for some reason. <laughs> Wait, I don't even want to say anything anymore. I just want to let you have your moment and be done. Like we're done, guys. Great episode. Thank you. Like and subscribe. <laughs> just kidding, dude. No, that's no. I, I mean, yeah, it was definitely a beautiful moment, and I think, like I said, even not having the emotional attachment, it still felt that way. So, like, I it's one of those things that, like, well, first of all, it's funny to see the Sternritter F 
be negated of the thing that he wanted the most because in the beginning of the fight all he kept on asking for was for her brother like over and over and over and then just to like oh, yeah. the bro- like you said like the brother to really take that sidestep back and be like dude it's all you and then for her to freaking do what she did and she even had her quinceanera dress at the end carlos that's what i'm saying here. <laughs> like, like oh my god like like because you know it was it was over so quick. It was like a roll yeah, thing, okay. like it was quick done. <laughs> and and oh my normally, God. what are you gonna roll thing? <laughs> you gotta apologize and you know say like next time I'll, I'll be longer. But uh, it was just so quick. It was like oh my God. <laughs> it was it was bankai, and then everything, and then you see this guy almost like being like apolo- Was he apologizing? His last words were like. Him apologizing or to not not to it's... them to you watch to you watch, watch right? to yeah. the Quincy Lord yeah, yeah he is apologizing he was like saying yeah but yeah but yeah but yeah but yeah like breaking apart but then you know again uh, her brother comes in back you guy and just like Ro he was like you know I'm gonna pull it pull it slowly <laughs> pull it out slowly <laughs> and <laughs> so that was that was really great man this yeah. whole like, oh, just, right, just, yeah. like take your time put you know slowly do it slowly I... like oh my. I think, I think the episode just had so many great moments because yes, that one, like I said, her finishing her bankai and then being in that dress was kind of like random for me because I'm like, what the heck? Like, what, what happened? <laughs> but then you just kind of see like the, the the you know, I don't know, freaking like Elsa powering up, like something crazy like that. <laughs> yeah. And then and then yes, the fact that her brother came in and it's just like the the move at that point. And she had talked about it earlier because she had to stop her attack midway because she knew she couldn't handle it. She almost like cut her. I mean, she cut herself. Like she almost didn't she almost lost control and this time around like he was there to kind of guide her and ease her in out of it and again just like if you hadn't had enough emotional full of fear and like kind of like these crazy moments you had still like that very even that moment of him just like holding her hand like he's saying over her hand to kind of just like ease her out of it was like beautiful and then that's all you need because you know he's proud of her you know he's freaking like you know he's like you did me proud. You did. You did what you had to do. And then now yeah. he probably, again, you guys would know better. But now he probably is gonna be like, you know, respect her more and just have because he even said as he was coming down, he could feel her like spiritual, yeah. like no. And I was starting to make that moment funny just because I I can't talk about it without <laughs> like really like tearing up, man. Uh, but yeah, it's just like that. And it's just like he's like, all right, come on, let's go, like come with me. And it's like it's so cool though the idea that like going forward, which. I don't know if they're ever going to really do the health arc after this one, but just the idea that we could get more of her Bankai in a new storyline, like that makes me really excited. But um, yeah, go ahead. You just just reminded me, that was my only complaint about the episode is that that they freaking threw in the end credits and end credit song on top of all that beautifulness going on. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it, it distracted me a lot. Where I feel like if they didn't have that there, if they could have just waited like a dude. few more seconds, it would have dude. been so much more impactful, more beautiful. <laughs> I was like, wait, what am I reading? What's going on? Like, what the hell? Like everything. Dude, I I hated that yeah. because the the, the 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 subtitles had like the the translation uh, the, to the song as well oh. as the translation to to what they were saying, and I was like, wait, and then, <laughs> and then I, I have to like try to figure out like what they were saying, what the song was saying. And then, like, ah, it, it was so annoying. And I know it's italicized, but it, I felt yeah. you the same way. I kept on reading both, and I just, I think it took away from the moment because then ultimately you're just kind of like, what, what just happened? Like, yeah. I know what happened, but like, what was that? Like, why would you put the freaking credits over it, that song over it? Like, if they would have chose 
a different song, no credits, hold off on that. I think it just, we would all would have been crying right now again, just thinking about it. Cause you know, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I was, I was going to say like, you know, I don't know if you guys want to even talk about the next part of Bleach cause we could probably hold on to the next week's episode and kind of tie it together. Cause we get a little bit of a, you know, Kenny's lieutenant, lieutenant, the pink little hair girl, uh, can oh, dude, I love her. So, so we should probably like save our energy because I feel like we should just do this episode justice. And like that, that was the big thing. The whole, that was beautiful. yeah, Lupia, like that. finally, like that. and it was great episodes. The only thing that I do want to say because I've been paying more attention to how like the episodes end and the last words on it, they give you like a hint for the next episode. But did you guys catch what it was this time? Like the last words of the the episode, uh, when it like starts giving you the glimpse for yeah. the next one. I did have so, an hour so to go. And well, it's pretty much like it was one like one sentence. It's like beauty means that there is nothing there. And I'm like, dude, like, what does that mean? Like, does that mean if you're beautiful, you don't really have a personality inside of you? Like, that's how I took it. So I don't know if there is more of a meaning to that. Hmm. What do you think, I mean, Ramon? I mean, you could think about it as like beauty still objective is is whatever you want it to be, right? Like I you're look the at most you, handsome I one think... of the group. <laughs> you're getting defensive because you're the most handsome one of the group. So I feel like that was a shot at you. <laughs> I was taking a negative shot at you, so that sucks. So I was like, I look at you and I think you're beautiful, but that's just me. You know? <laughs> no, I, I, I think <laughs> Rose is beautiful too. Don't leave him out of this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's okay. So I, wait, I I I I just be here in silence. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> Are we calling each other beautiful or ugly now? Because that just went down south real quick. <laughs> But no, 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 but yeah. yeah, but I think that's what it is. I think it's just like, you know, eyes and, and the eye of the beholder. I mean, beauty is an eye of the beholder. And it's like truly the things that you want to be beautiful are beautiful because they're beautiful to you. And who the fuck cares? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know what it means but, for the episode. I don't know what it means for Bleach. But that was my I, my takeaway so, from that phrase. So the only thing that I want to just say is that the next episode, guys, just to give you like a little bit more like excited for this, we might get a glimpse of the most hyped up character in this whole arc, like next episode, like uh, obviously there's gonna be a lot of good fights, the, but like the next episode, the, like people should go. The, the, the lieutenant or who? No, like we, like I don't want to, like I don't want to say nothing because maybe if we don't get it, then I'll be like, oh, we didn't get it. But like, All there's right. a lot of people already talking about we're finally getting this character in the next one. So like, be excited about that because that cool. I truly believe will break like a lot of. Uh, like, it's just going to make my head explode when we finally get this guy. Not only his introduction, but his power, where that's leading up to. It's just like, I want to hype you guys up for it because it's going to be... If this was great, cool. the next episode should be insane. Awesome. I'm excited. <laughs> I don't even excited. know what the hell's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm in. I'm so... Okay, so... done. Um, but, all right. Uh, I mean, something that... Ramon, do you want to tell people what we were doing this weekend that was kind of cool that we want to talk about for a second? Yeah, I mean, if you're still here, uh, first of all, again, thanks again for listening <laughs> and supporting us. And I want to say that this time, truthfully, like, great, because uh, Carlos and I on separate days had um, kind of the, the coolness. Um, we were able to go to Fan Expo Chicago, which is kind of basically a movie, comic book, and anime, and horror. I don't know why they throw horror in there as separate, but, like, uh, that kind of convention um it's my first time going through like a convention of this level like I, i'm sure i've gone to other like nerdy stuff but never movies comics and anime all at once um i had a blast um i i think it was like sensory overload of just checking everything out you know i'm a big collector <laughs> and some random things believe me if i had more money i think i would have bought like half the convention would have came somewhere like shipped to my house but no 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 i i, I love the experience man i think i loved 
seeing all the creators, people like in cosplay, people who love this nerdy stuff. And I say nerdy stuff because, you know, that's what we're calling it. Even our podcast is like Senor Nerd. But in reality, I guess I just love seeing people being so passionate about something that they're out there like experiencing this, sharing it with other people, dressing up. Like there was, I think my favorite part about it was like, you know, the the, the writers and the artists and, and the comic book creators were probably some of the most vocal people. Like they were the ones definitely like, the salespeople who were selling their figures weren't doing a good job. Like these freaking <laughs> writers and creators and animators and like draw like uh, artists were freaking killing it. And I loved like a lot of conversations that I had with people. I love some of the people that I met. Um, and I don't know. It was just cool. So if, like any of those of you guys have made it to this or you get to hear us in the future or we get to go back. Uh, I want to go back with force. And me and Carlos have been talking about this. Like I would love to do this experience more um, in on a level as the podcast and be there to represent and just share that with you guys too. I don't know how you love the Carlos, but you look, no, like you no. had fun. Yeah, no, it was great, man. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, in my, I'm about to reach my forties in a couple of years. It felt like I got to see like the next generation because there was so many kids, man, that were dressed like in such cool outfits. But I felt like a little bit of a creep being like telling like a 15 year old possibly like, hey, take a picture with me. But if they would have asked me, I would have definitely done it because there was one kid that was 12 and me and him were like the only me and him were the only, believe it or not, Itadori's in the whole convention. And when we saw each other, dude, like you should have been it was like that Spider-Man meme of like him looking at me and me looking at him. And it was this really, really fun moment. Um, just like you, Ramon, I think I could make like a whole day out of it. I feel like I just want to talk to people. I want to learn their stories. I want to spend time going through each one of the things and just kind of be like, oh, what do you do? How does this inspire you? What else do you do outside of this? Is this just like a once a year thing that you do? Um, so I met a lot of cool people. Again, I hope that we, us three can go next time to one of these conventions. We'll dress up or wear something really cool and give people like, not only give people like, Hey, here's something for you to listen to us, but just kind of like hype, hype everybody up because I feel like in a year from now, we're going to be in a totally different spot than we are today. And I just can't wait to meet these future potential followers by going to these conventions. Yeah. I'll be sitting in front of a different wall. <laughs> I don't know what, what that means, but <laughs> <laughs> no, instead of this wall, I'll be in a different wall. Oh, okay. That makes okay. more sense. Maybe I'll have uh, something in my back wall instead of just lights. Yeah. So. No, but, but that, that was, but that, fun, was man. that was that was really fun, man. I, again, I kind of sucks that we didn't get to go together, but you know, we, we'll 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 do one of these for sure. I think I got a feeling. We're gonna drag Raul out there, I'll, and Raul, I'll drag all two of you. <laughs> you guys could be my sugar daddies and buy me some figures, some oh, collectibles. <laughs> I'm the one that needs figures. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. I'll buy you one. I gotta. I gotta yeah. build another I'll buy you one too. Thing if I want more figures, it's like figure over a little behind me already. <laughs> yeah, and you know I'm waiting for that so OG toy to drop soon enough <laughs> for me to get oh. get it. <laughs> but uh, I mean that was it, guys. I mean sucks that we didn't get a Jujutsu Kaisen. You know another two weeks without I it. Um, yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about One Piece. I'll be honest, I didn't even have time to see the newest newest episode, so I couldn't tell you nothing about Gear Five other than it looked cartoonish uh but you know that that was my and that's my way. take on gear five in a cool way yeah in a cool way yeah. raul you oh. still been avoiding it oh. raul was doing the salt shake yeah well oh, dude, oh. dude I'm, I'm like i i'm i'm still kind of trudging along my one piece like uh the flamingos defeated and oh, they're nice. on to the next thing but yeah that <laughs> the flamingo arc was so long 
it, it, it truly it truly was man you really got a backstory for everybody in that i will say the big mom arc big mama arc it's a lot better and then the kaido one oh, sorry the wano kaido stuff is really really excellent like if I've i heard. could tell ramon like sorry 900 episode like that's where i would tell you ramon because that's when it's truly getting like really really good <laughs> i was like no, <laughs> no. There, 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 there's a few other arcs in there that are pretty good too yeah there I'm is right. like in, but it's like if you yeah, watch yeah. those middle arcs you have to truly start from the beginning though See, I'm learning my lesson from Bleach. I, if I ever, ever start One Piece, it's definitely going to be from the beginning and not like that somewhere. It just doesn't work. I mean, again, it works because it's good, but it just doesn't. It's going to be you recovering from that. It doesn't like work a... to the fullest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One day you'll have the time, Ramona. I, I know it. <laughs> you'll be like, all right. We'll give you the time to do it. <laughs> there you go. When you're in the retirement home, it's like, okay, I'll start my One Piece. <laughs> watch there you now. go. Hey, they do what one better time to watch it? Like, shit. Maybe back there. Yeah. I mean, later on, it'll be like 3D. Like, who knows? <laughs> or, uh, or, or you, you can watch the 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 One Piece ver- version that that cut that cut down all the. That's what I was thing. thinking about it. Yeah, I feel like somebody or the creators one that has to make like a cut of like this is the essential One Piece true watch, just like they did for like, Dragon Ball. Scene. Like Dragon Ball Kai, <laughs> Kai, Dragon Ball Kai. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. All right, guys. Well, we did our job. Um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good night, and thanks to everybody for listening. Adios. <laughs>